Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What happens when you put a career-focused woman with two kids trying to balance home and work life in a room with a microphone? Lots of laughter, tears, and great advice. Welcome to Two Kids and a Career. My guest this week is on the opposite spectrum of where I am in regard to family life and babies. And I'm going to say this a lot, I think. She's a coworker and a friend. Um, I, I have a lot of coworkers on because it's easy, easily accessible, so to speak, but also because I'm learning how many dynamic women we have in this building. And so I would like to welcome Valerie Goldstein to this podcast. Hi. Hi. I am so happy that you're going to talk about this because this is something that I feel, even though I have two young babies, I believe there's a mom or two listening that's going to really relate with your story. So for individuals that aren't caught up with me, my two babies are five months old and a little over two and a half years old. And so I was on maternity leave when you started working here. So when I came back, you and I started getting caught up and you're like, okay, let's talk about your babies. And then I started asking you about your family life. And so um, let's start with that. How old are your kids and what are their names? What do they do? All that good stuff. So, okay. So I have a daughter who's 17. Her name is Caitlin. And I have a son who's 15. His name is Zachary. And both of my kids are, by the grace of God, I got hugely blessed with wonderful children who are very active in the community um, from a volunteer perspective. Um, They both do really well academically, um, and they're just thriving. They're really, they're just, it's amazing to watch over the years, the little, the the young adults they've become. So why I wanted you on this podcast, we were talking and... Um, you said, yeah, they're getting ready to do college visits or you're starting that. And I said to you, how are you handling that? And you started talking and I said, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear. I want to talk to you about this on my podcast because it's an interesting dynamic that, you know, I'm going to experience. And but you also had some very personal things that you said you would be willing to share too. So let's pick up that conversation of how are you handling these college visits and the thoughts of that? I'm I'm completely a mixed bag. I am, a, a part of me is sad and sorrowful that I will not have my children at my door every day, um, making them food, answering questions, visiting with them at the dinner table. Um, the other side of me is so excited and I feel like the the years of work that we've put in collectively as a family, um, their father included, um, though we're not married, we're very, very um, amicable and very cooperative as, as co-parents to the kids. And so 
I feel like they haven't missed a beat in that aspect of their lives. Which so is great. It, it's been a big blessing. And um, I, I think it was designed by both of us um, so that we could go on and move on and, and move past the uncoupling of our marriage, but continue the consistency and continuity of the family through our children. So um, we've been really, really lucky in that way. And um, I'm excited to see where these kids go. I'm excited for the efforts that they've put into their own life and their own, um, the results of their own hard work. And um, so I just, I sit here and I, I, we talk about college and we prep for the ACTs and my son's practicing driving. And I, I, there's a part of me that doesn't feel like it's actually happening, that I'm sitting somewhere and watching this. And the other part of me is just hugely excited for them. One thing that I try to tell myself, and I know I'm, years away from it. But when I think about what you're going through, and it kind of makes me sad. And I think about uh, my sister, she has a son in the Air Force, and that's a whole nother conversation. But then she has a son who is getting ready to be a sophomore in high school. It, it makes me sad too. These kids are growing up. Um, but I also try to tell myself, Jill, you and your relationship with your parents is so great right now. Like how fun it is to experience my relationship with my parents at this age versus when I was a kid. Um, it's a different dynamic. It's, it's, I think the need of our parents changes as we grow up. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so I'm, I, I feel like you're probably a lot like me in a sense that, you know, we have our own children, but we're trying to preserve the, the joy that we have with our parents while they're still with us. Right. Now, something that you started to talk about with me before this podcast, you are extremely excited for your kids. You're also probably, you know, what every mom is going through to, you know, the the emotions. But you said that you're also excited for yourself. And I was wondering if you would explain that. You know, I um I think we spend a lot of our years and and most of the time we put our kids first. Absolutely. And and it's just probably natural and instinctive for us to do that. And then we get to a place and that's the place I'm in now where you know, I'm watching my children and and they're so self-sufficient that the focus has really kind of come back to me and what's next for me and who am I going to continue to develop and and become? And that part of it is exciting. It's it's taught me a lot about um, finding peace with the unknown mm -hmm. and not really knowing yet what's going to happen, um, but also empowered me to set myself up and lay that foundation for the next chapter. So, uh, How do you find that peace? I do a lot of, and it sounds very simple, but it helps me immensely. I journal a lot. Okay. Um, if I feel like I'm having feelings or thoughts of, I don't know anything in particular at this moment, but I'll reach for my journal and I'll take two and a half or three minutes and just write what I'm feeling. Um, I always try and, and finish with some gratitude and just count my blessings every single day. Um, and I think that's given me a lot of strength um, to move forward in the unknown space. Oh my gosh, your positivity, like this is what I need. It's what a lot of people need. I, I didn't realize that you would impact me with that so much right now. Um, journaling is huge. I mean, just even having these conversations, it's just an outlet just to talk about it. And I, you did say 
most women will put their kids first. I mean, that's just what we do. I know I'm struggling with that right now. As something you and I talked about too is the fitness side of things. Like I, I can't even find five minutes right now to um, work out because I'm choosing sleep because <laughs> I need the sleep, Valerie. Um, but we do get lost in that where we feel like maybe we shouldn't go to a happy hour or we shouldn't go do stuff on our own. And so that has to be one of those things when you spend so many years doing that, like to reinvent yourself. I don't think a lot of women probably are preparing like you are. I don't think it's something we talk about with our parents. I don't think it's something that people talk to us about. I know that nobody said to me, you know, you're coming up on these last few years with your kids living at home. What are you thinking? I didn't have that conversation with anybody. And so I took it and and really kind of just um, went inward with it and realized where we were and the, the conversations with my children that I was actually having. And so I decided for myself that, um, this is time. It's time now. And, and on it, I, I love being a mom. I love that more than anything. I also love myself and want to make sure that when my children leave, they see that I'm going to be okay. I do not want them to take with them any remnants of she's alone. Uh, What's she going to do? Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have that worry. I want them to focus on their lives and their progress and know that I'm okay. So I took it upon myself to just kind of play around with that internally. I'm so glad you said nobody's having these conversations. Again, a reason why I'm doing two kids in a career. Something you brought up about, um, you know, taking care of yourself, love yourself. In episode five, uh, I talked to Rachel Zimmerman and we talked about that. And she said she brought up the best example about they always say when you're on a plane, you should grab your oxygen mask first because you need to be able to take care of your kids, not give the oxygen mask to the kids first. You have to do it for you so that you can take care of the kids. And that analogy goes with everything. And and I'm so glad you said that. Like, that's another branch of what she said. it's, It's real. It really is. I feel that way just really across the board. But in particular with your kids, I mean, these... They 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 pick up on every vibration that we're putting out, whether we realize that or not. Yeah. And so if they see that that mom and dad are good and taking care of themselves, that they're going to be okay, I think that it gives the kids a sense of relief in their life, that they can go on and do what they want to do and be the people that they want to be without that worry, you know, of of having to take care of mom and dad. Well, it's true. I'm sitting here thinking about... Um, my mom and dad, and like, if I know that she's sad that we're not there, how it makes me sad. Ah, Valerie. And then I think we get to that place, right, where if we have living parents and we have children, we tend to worry about our living parents. Mm -hmm. And I know that for me, I know that my children will always worry to some degree, but I really don't want that to be I don't want that to be dominant in their lives. I really don't. I want them to know that it's okay. Okay, so we're going to have to talk again in like <laughs> 15 years. Um, again, you, you said nobody's having these conversations. So there's someone listening right now, a mother that is 
getting ready to go through the same thing that you are, just talk to her. What are you saying to her? And, and I know you said just a little bit ago, nobody's been talking to you about this. You had to figure it out. So help someone right now. If I can help anybody, I mean, that would be wonderful. I don't know that that I could, but if I could, I would. I would just fill up your life. Fill up your life, find peace and happiness, and and be contented, sometimes in the unknown, and whatever that looks like, um, to make sure that those empty spaces are okay, um, rather than making impulsive, possibly bad decisions. It's okay to be in an unknown area of your life if you keep moving forward. Um, I just think that it's just important just to feel good. And if you feel good, whatever that looks like, um, your children will feel that your spouse, or, or, or if you don't have a spouse, you will. It'll be okay. And I think it just kind of breeds peace into those big question marks that we have in front of us. Well, and I like what you said too about feel good, whatever that is for you, because feeling good is different for everyone. And I know you said one way that you feel good is by working out. And so maybe somebody else's is meditating, maybe whatever it may be, but it's find your feel good. It's an opportunity. It's really, and, and I, I see it as an opportunity and not a sentence. It's, it's, I have a lot of time now. My kids are very busy. They're older. They're self-sufficient. They're never around. I almost feel like somebody is preparing me for the moment when they're both gone and, and living out of the house. Um, and I just, you know, it, it's an opportunity to get to know yourself better. Um, we don't stay the same people that we've been. And um, it really, it, it can be a wonderful experience, a growing experience that the children peripherally can see. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and if you're feeling really generous, write me a review. And don't forget to join me next week for a new episode of Two Kids and a Career. 